0: And I'm Christian, and this is episode 137 of Shades of Brown. And this week is uh, is a very special episode uh, because it is uh, it has been five like July 2015 was when we started doing this podcast,
1: and the latest episode is posted. Will be the fifth anniversary exactly.
0: yeah. So it'll be fifth, it'll be five years of us doing this podcast. There, I mean, more or less continuously, there are certain like month breaks. And if you, if you check the archives, you'll, you'll notice the breaks in 2016, right? Uh, def- definitely for, for various reasons, uh, there, there were breaks in there. Uh, but we have been doing this more, more or less.
1: Yeah. And if you do the math out, if you divide all the months by the amount of episodes we have, it, roughly comes out to like 2.3 so basically two episodes a month um you know average statistically speaking for like the past 5 years straight
0: yeah which i i i like one of the things uh when we started doing this i think in 2015 like this was what like why did we even decide to start doing this i th- I, I don't even remember at this point i'm pretty because sure I
1: think, I think the origin story based off of vague memories that you Hey, wait, go open your Google account. You have oh our Hangout God, logs. I'm not I'm I was not saying say, you could a search you on my could Gmail you could look through very chat, old that's, Google that's, Talk. And, you
0: don't want me to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, you don't want me to do that.
1: <laughs> there's, that. There's so much problematic shit probably Yeah, there's, there's probably a lot of
0: problematic shit in <laughs> but, there. But
1: um uh, the rough the rough story if I remember correctly is that um I think we just hung out on TeamSpeak a lot back when TeamSpeak was a thing people used. Um and we were just we just yeah, Google Plus. And we just like talked about computers a lot anyways. And I think this is around the time that like Android police and a bunch of and Fandroid and all those other blogs are doing hangout on air podcasts. And we were just kind of like, yeah, we should do a hangout on air podcast. And then we took the audio. From those original hangouts on airs and ripped them, and I don't even think we did any sort of processing whatsoever, and we just threw them on the website.
0: No, we did. We didn't do any editing. We didn't do any editing. We just we just uploaded them straight. Like we just up- posted them straight without any editing, with all the audio problems on them and all the bad audio quality because because essentially what I would do is uh, like it. Uh, so uh, hangouts on air for those who are not familiar. I don't think it's still around. I don't know if it's like a thing anymore. It's probably uh, been merged into Google Meet somewhere. <laughs> probably. Yeah. But well, back, back when hangouts on air existed, what, it, what hangouts on air would let you do is you'd have a public, like, or well, not public. It could be public, but you'd have like this, this group call essentially that would be recorded by Google. And at the end of the, at the end of the call, it would, the whole thing would be, Essentially, get uploaded as a YouTube video to the person who like organized the call, right? Like that person's Google account would have the YouTube video. And what I would do is it would be on my YouTube account, and I would uh, I would download the video. Uh, I would I would download a copy of the video. I use like YouTube DL or something, probably like that. And then I would essentially use an like a demuxer utility, a uh, video utility to essentially get the audio part of that video and that would be the episode that would be the episode that we posted for a while actually uh, all the way up you, until
1: you- up until i want to say 20 no no twenty twenty eighteen. 2018 i remember i remember because originally it started i had the silver the gold macbook right and then we were still doing it where we, it would just be a, a FaceTime call remember we did a FaceTime call you would record it at a hi- audio hijack and then you would take that audio and start uploading it then i remember you had to pull out your macbook every time we recorded and then and then i started um recording my own stems and i just tried like m- putting two tracks on in garageband and then from there began the slow downward spiral into into me spending far far too much money and time on audio equipment if we're going to be honest with each other here <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's 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 the thing is when we started, like it was so rough. Like if you if you listen to the first few, like first few episodes, there's headphone bleed, uh, there's <laughs> headphone bleed, there is uh, white noise, there is all of, I mean I, all of the things that you would expect from a podcast that is not edited and is is basically posted as is without any editing. And you will realize is that good podcast editing is one of those things that you don 't notice if it 's been done well right but if, if it 's not being it 's not being done, it is like you will you will pick it up like it is extremely obvious when like when i when I listen to podcasts now uh and if if I listen to a podcast, I can tell when the podcast is not edited because there's like differences in sound level sound levels are not normalized there is a lot of uh, background noise that is not. Like like white noise is there, and like sometimes some person is peaking for sure on their microphone, right? Uh, and stuff like that is will become apparent when you listen to a podcast that's not not edited.
1: Although I would say it's gotten better because if you look to listen to those ones, that's. Like Google didn't do any audio processing when you're doing a Hangouts call or like a Hangouts on Air call because you, that's all, that's all in spite of the fact that we were using VoIP software, which in theory should be doing some kind of noise gating and stuff. But truthfully, there's a couple of podcasts I listen to that are totally just recorded Discord calls. But the bottom bar, right? The bottom bar between recording a Hangouts on Air call and then putting that out and recording a Discord call and putting that out is truthfully, you're probably going to get something far more serviceable if you're just recording a Discord call and you're Putting that out as an audio file. Yeah, I think Discord does
0: enough audio processing for just to make calls sound good that it will, it will, it like, if you use that version, that it will be, like, better than using Hangouts on Air. Hangouts on Air was, like, Hangouts in general was pretty rough from, like, an audio perspective because, I, yeah, they didn't really do any. Uh, didn't really do well audio processing on there on their end for sure. It was it was very. Well, rough. I mean, it also it was also 2015.
1: That's before we had like proper WebRTC of Opus being a thing people used. Right, that was a different era. You were just like processing like either like an AUG file or like some kind of AAC file on the fly and trying to like get that to work in a browser for like that to work on a Chromebook, right? In like 2015.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was it was not a not the not the greatest time. Like, so you, if you didn't have specialized ho- software for recording, like. One of the things I should probably mention is that doing podcasts then and doing podcasts now, uh, I think it's easier now than it was back then. The tools weren't as accessible, and there are more tools now that are... More user friendly. There are more services that will let you like record using uh, WebRTC on a website and post a file and an RSS feed all by itself, right? Like there's there's services like that that will do it for. you. What is the service that you're using for? So um,
1: there's Descript. You have another one that's um, podcast, some like toolbox tool that lets you do all those in a web browser. There's also like Libsyn's gotten cheaper and easier. Um, there's Anchor that Spotify owns, which um I mean. <sighs> I'm of it's it's locked into Spotify. In theory, as of right now, it can still publish to iTunes. But I would not use Anchor because I don't trust it to not be a closed network. But in theory, it is a easy way to do it from your phone. And actually, hell, with the iOS 14 beta, right? Like there is a mode in the voice in the voice recording app that will normalize your audio, remove background noise, and remove room echo. So like, I've actually I think I've, I've said it before on the timeline, but truthfully, like. If you were choosing between like a $20 USB mic and you have a Pixel phone or a Samsung phone or an iPhone, like it might look weird, but honestly, like your iPhone probably has good enough audio <laughs> to do it. But, but it's good audio
0: has gotten better over the years. Yeah. It, it feels, it definitely feels like equipment, uh, ha- like services are more available. Podcasting seems to, I don't know if podcasting has become more popular or it's just that we are more involved in podcasting so we know all the all the little things that are happening. But, uh, like...
1: Well, it's always been popular in Tech Spears. I think it's broken out more into, like, regular folks' lives, right? Because, like, HBO shows now, right, they'll have, like, an associated podcast or um the video games specifically i think video games too have blown up a lot more in terms of like podcasting being a thing yeah that for people sure take seriously I, yeah
0: like like tech tech also like i remember when we first started i remember tech podcasts were definitely obviously still around right and like as you mentioned like and the android podcasts were for was some of the first podcasts we listened i listened to anyways right uh like those those podcasts like there were a lot of Linux pod related podcasts as well those were like a pretty uh uh But yeah, like this, this podcast,
1: holy shit. In five years. So, what were you doing in 2014, 15? I can tell you, I, when we started the show, I was still 18 and I had just graduated high school. Uh,
0: 2015. Uh, You were still in college, weren't you? That was before you dropped out. I think that was like, mm, that was university. Uh, I, holy shit! I, I'm, I'm fucking old. I feel old <laughs> right now because I don't remember what happened in 2015. What were you doing five uh, years ago? I don't fucking remember what I, really, I was doing in 2015. I swear to God, I don't remember. Uh, but it was probably probably I was in university and we were doing this podcast uh, from my from my from my desktop. Uh, I. I I didn't think, I don't think I had a pro, I don't think I had a Blue Yeti, like a Blue Yeti I'm using now. I, I don't know if I used the Blue Yeti from the beginning or. No,
1: I think you did. Okay. I think you did because, okay, if I remember correctly, you need to fill this in because I'm just remembering details you have told me. Because you had the MacBook at that point. I remember that you still had the MacBook because you bought that. You had it a couple years prior, but you also like, didn't your school give you a ThinkPad or something that you had to use as like a school computer? You had that. I remember.
0: I, I did have a ThinkPad. I don't think I ever used that for, for, uh, for Shades of Brand recordings. I think I, I, I never used that at home pretty much. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't, I'm not, I, I don't remember if I had the Blue Yeti mic from the beginning or if I bought that like a little bit later in, into the podcast. I, I'm still using the Blue Yeti mic, much to your chagrin is that <laughs> I'm still using the fucking Blue Yeti and it's like fine. It's like, I, I, I know it's not the, like, I know Blue Yeti is, is the beginner's mic Uh, which is fine which is fine don't get me wrong
1: but just i'm gonna ride my own ego for a second go from like episode five we'll say episode five or four is when you got the blue yeti right go from that and then go to last week's episode and realize he static has changed nothing about his audio setup. Me, on the other hand, absolutely. I've done. I'm, I've gone through multiple mics. You, however, have changed nothing. And just take a notice about the difference in how that sounds versus last week's episode with the exact same
0: hardware. Yeah, exactly. See, so so you see, you see the effort that, like, the, the the results of the audio editing that is that happens is that even though I am essentially the exact same set setup, I'm sitting at the same desk with the same no different fan pointed at your face, different fan. <laughs> Uh, different. Uh, I mean, it is the same mic. It's the Blue Yeti. Uh, no pop filter. Uh, it is the same mic. It's, it's it's it's. I'm using Audacity now, but it's it's basically it doesn't it doesn't really matter because Audacity or Audio Hijack didn't really do any processing when we used Audio Audio, uh, audio Hijack. Uh, so yeah, it's it's the exact same uh, mic, but the but the sounds are very way way more different it's it's it's, it's incredible and and there's there's the thing about this podcast is that the topics haven't uh haven't changed that much it's it's a lot of the small a lot of the same topics that we have discussed back in 2015 are, are more or less the topics that we discuss uh now right like it, it we have kept a pretty consistent like topic like for a podcast that's essentially about computers, which which is a very vast field of of discussion, and we have managed to stay pretty consistent on the topic for it, except, except for like I mean, occasionally we talk about like I don't know, like some nonsense, right? Like we talk about we talk. Uh, well,
1: actually, so let's let's play a fun game, real quick. I'm gonna I'm gonna vaguely describe an episode and tell me what year is this from? Okay, so. In this week's episode, we, I'm paraphrasing, because if I gave the exact one, you'd probably, be able, you'd probably be able to pick out the time frame, but okay. In this week's episode, we talk about a new Hideo Kojima game. We then go um, talk about a new Destiny expansion, and then we talk about the latest iOS update.
0: This is from, 20, this is from 2015. Damn, you got that uh, because right. I, I, uh, because I knew that because I took. I was looking at the archive earlier and I remember that just. Now. But I mean, that could have uh, been
1: last year. We were talking about iOS thirteen. Yeah, we Death could, Stranding. it could have been. It could been <laughs> Death, It could King. have been Death
0: Stranding, and like it could have been the latest iOS update. It could have been. Uh, the latest destiny season or yeah like we were talking about the taken king back then right like this was 2015 we we're talking about the taken king which which year and then the quiet conversation which mind you still to th- this that
1: has probably aged worse the whole entire quiet thing with metal gear solid 5 just putting it out there that was bad then and it's even worse today
0: it's even worse now and uh, the, Taken King was the best Destiny in a, in a in a while, right? No, like Taken
1: King uh, is still <laughs> <laughs> Taken King is the peak of the Destiny franchise, and it's never gone back there.
0: <laughs> I I mean, so I know some I know people would I I don't I don't think that's the case. I like if you're really talking about Destiny for like a little bit, is that uh like Destiny Two in many ways is is, is a lot is is, is more it's it's a lot of it's a lot better than Destiny One for sure. For, as someone who doesn't really play the game as much uh, from a casual standpoint. Yeah. Like from a casual standpoint, it, like Taken King was when I came into Destiny proper. Like this, that was when you convinced me to get, pick up Destiny. Like that was when I, that was when I was, then you were like, yeah, Taken King is really good. You should, this is, this is when you should pick it up. That's when I, that's when I picked it up, right? Like that's when I got into Destiny. And I was like, you, I remember playing the beginning of beginning, the the initial Destiny. Campaign and you t- like all the bad parts, you know the no time. To- and I'm
1: straight up. I'm just telling you the entire time it gets better. Just just plow, plow through it. it just plow better. through it. Plow through it. Plow through it. It'll get better once you get to the new expansion. Just because I I even told you I was like, hey, you get a boost. I was like straight up. I can explain the story beats to you. You might want to skip through, and you're like, nah, I'll play through. It's a shooter game. It can't be that bad. Yeah, I,
0: pl- I play through it because I'm I'm like yeah, I'm gonna play through all this all this garbage, and it's like no time to explain all the shit.
1: <laughs> and I still remember too the day you hit me up and you're like so i got this gun called the mita and i'm like "Ooh, welcome to the club <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it was like remember this was when peter dinklage was still voicing the uh the ghost right uh i think so and all that crap yeah but it's 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 been we still talk about destiny as is like but not as much i think uh we talk more uh we talk about a lot of video game topics i think one of the things that has increased in frequency is how much we talk about video games uh, how much are you talk about Apple? No, no, that has not changed. I think Apple, the Apple consistency has remained over the years. I think,
1: so I think the company, I think the like the major ones to talk about that stayed the same. I think video games has definitely increased. Hip hop has decreased, but I think the amount I try and make an active effort to not be an Apple podcast. Like this is why, like me, this is why I've forced you before to let me talk about containers and stuff in Windows. Cause I don't, I don't want to be like never talking about Android or anything, but like ios or- yeah
0: we we we, uh, we especially make a point of talking about android like we we always talk about the new android releases we talk about the android betas right we talk about new android features we i watched the android uh developer stuff that came out this year like i make a point of like being aware of the android stuff because it yeah definitely do not want to become uh as someone put it uh atp but not not with white guys uh Like, I mean, mean, it's fun to talk about Apple stuff, but it's, like, not the only thing I want to, like, I don't want to get, I don't want to, like, essentially shoehorn myself into that specific zone of podcast. Like, I mean, it's fine to be an Apple podcast, not, not really, like, dissing the Apple podcast out there, but, like, it's, it's, it's not a lane that I want to always, like, stay in. Like, it's, I want to be flexible with it. Like, it's, like, it's not. And there is like a lot of Apple podcasts. Let me just be honest. There's a lot of Apple podcasts. And it's like, I think people who listen to Apple podcasts already have a podcast to listen to that, that talks about Apple stuff. Uh, Like, I, I don't know. So I don't know. I I know some people are definitely saturated with Apple related podcast content.
1: Well, and I think as well, since we're on Mastodon, where most of our audience is, like just from, if I, if I have to take off my, I do this as a hobby hat and like a, how can, how can this thing be sustainable? At least in terms of people caring, like, a, I don't want to talk about Apple all day, and then B, they don't want to listen to us talk about Apple all day, right? Like I think, like I actually think it's more of the
0: ridiculous shit that makes us more interesting <laughs> than maybe some of the topics. Yeah, so like whenever whenever we talk about like like Linux related stuff, we get a lot of people in our feedback, like coming to us about like the episode we recently did about uh, about feder- about like failure of open technology during the protests, right? That one, that episode, that specific segment was, like, incredibly popular, right? Like, I think it's probably one of the most popular episodes we had in a, in a while, it, just in terms of how much feedback we got on that, right? Like, it, it was it was truly incredible. Like, that is, and that, is, that has nothing to do with Apple, and it really that doesn't really have to do with a specific company or technology in general. It was more about, like, like a specific kind of technology that we were talking about like when we talk about more general topics it, it sort of leaves us like lets us have a more like we get more feedback that way I, I feel like for sure
1: yeah i think it also too that's why like i much i think you as well much more enjoy like like when we talked about destiny last week right we didn't talk about it in terms of how this expects affects the expansion but more of like how does how is this as a game design thing right like a, is it is it a useful way of designing a game rather than oh how is Bungie going to execute on this? Because when you when you think about things, more of like the the general broad strokes instead of like a specific execution is sometimes the more important
0: conversation to have. I think that is one of the things we have changed, in, like sort of a maturity thing over the last last five years, is, is we talk more about larger concepts in in related the relation to the topics we're talking about in, instead of like basically talking about news. Discussion, right? It's it's sort of like we still talk about the new stuff, but like we also like like whatever we talk about, like new Android features, we talk about how this is gonna like when we talked about Android uh, a couple weeks ago, it, we talked about how this is gonna affect like the privacy stuff is gonna affect billions of users, right? Like that is like that is the like we, we have the scope. The scope has become like a little bit uh, more more abstract. Like we have we sort of. Pulled out a little bit from the specific technology stuff and pulled, so sort of focused on like the effects of the technology and more like of the uh, like what it, what it means to have like what it means to use computers in in a specific way right like it, it has become a little bit more. I think just because just because we've we've talked about this for so long, it has it would be boring for us to be talking about views every single week, right really.
1: well, and, and I mean, even it's just like talking we've thought about this for a decade now, right? like this is like we, we as much as long as we've been doing this for five years, right, me and you both have been blogging about computers in one way or another since like two thousand twelve twenty eleven right so like it's sort of after after doing that for so long, you sort of have to change your own thinking on it or you just get jaded of it all right? you get bored with what you're talking about
0: yeah it's like because like every time we talk about apple stuff it's not it's not like we are like our apple discussions i like i don't know like I would love to hear feedback on our apple discussions for people who don't who don't use apple stuff is like how does it how does it come off as like does it come off as being pro apple or does it come off as more neutral like i I think the tone we're trying to take when we talk about apple stuff. It it definitely leans positive, but definitely in some ways we don't try to lean too positive. I think that that's the angle. Like I've always tried to be like a little bit like being critical of Apple here, uh, is, is like, I feel like important for us. I don't know. Like it's weird to to say this. I don't know.
1: Well, I I think maybe in like in general though, because we, or at least how I, you know, come into whenever we talk about a topic, it's more of there are good things and systemically it's all shit, right? Like ultimately, systemically we're all under a system of capitalism that's exploiting us until the day we die, but there are nice things that might be in there that may have benefited because of this corrupt system. But hey, there's some nice things. And that I think, you know, that's obviously a little exaggerated, but taken more, more succinctly and less abstractly that we can. We can talk about this computer thing and be like, this specific thing, right? Like when I talk about changes in Swift UI and stuff or Jetpack Compose or Kotlin and Android, right? Like this is actually cool. This makes it easier and more accessible for people to build things. And ultimately, that's a net benefit. But at the same time, this software is never going to roll out to anyone because your phone doesn't get updated. And if you have an iPhone, well, tough shit, you're going to have to build under Apple's rules. And that's all shitty. But I think... I think they're not, it's not mutually exclusive that you have to sort of, like, talk about everything as a negative, while other things you can't say they're positive. I think that, and, and to the credit of our audience as well, I think that everyone here is mature enough to understand that there
0: are, there are, com- yeah, there's nuances. Nuance. There's nuance in here, right? There's a little bit of nuance. Uh, it's not an either-or, right? It's not like a, it's not like binary here, right? It's, it's, it's not like, this is good and this is bad. It's more about, like, how does it sort of Fit into the world as a whole, right? Like more holistically. Uh, like when, it, when we talked about, uh, I think, when, like like example, like the DRM, the game DRM topic. Like we talked about the Doom Eternal, uh, like the where these game developers are using kernel st- uh, kernel related. Like, like we talk about how kernel software
1: or in Valorant as well, right? Because especially with like with that DRM, like it's it, you there is no way. To stop cheaters without a kernel thing, but we can still talk shit about the fact they're running stuff for a kernel space, and then also be like, "Well, what's your alternative?" Microsoft gives you no other option, right? To actually help with cheaters on Windows right now,
0: right? Like, wh- like it is, it is, it is, it is a little bit more. Like, it's more. It's not just that DRM is bad. DRM is. DRM is is bad in many ways. Like, it is bad. It is like it is. It, it, it is. It is. It creates slowdowns. It, it, it is a security problem. It is. There's. I mean, everybody knows what the problems of DRM. I don't need to elaborate. But like DRM, also like this. This. I mean, this DRM specifically is is anti cheat and it, it provides that sort of functionality. So it, yeah. Like it. It's. I don't know if we tr- like if we become centrists. I hope we have to haven't become centrists uh, in sort of the way we talk about tech. I think that is the one. One of the fears is like becoming. uh Centrist in sort of what we talk about tech is it not leaning in any one specific direction too much, um uh, always feels a little bit of a cop out, right? Like, I, I don't know. Like, whenever I talk about tech? well, I think I, I would disagree
1: that I don't think we become centrist, I think if anything, we become more direct in what we lean on. Because I've said it, I think you can go back throughout the years, I've said it that the the software freedom I believe in is that if you compile your own code, it should run on your computer if no, if no um, like. Stop gaps, right no blockades from you doing that and every time like apple has done stuff that has stopped that i've been like that's bad and shitty and like other platforms i haven't complained about as much because android still lets you do it and so does windows and so does linux but i think that some of the core stuff we believe in has maybe evolved over time which is natural right because ideally as people when you're presented with new information you would want to change your minds and you know and update your belief systems but i think sort of like the core ideas of we still fuck with Linux. We still all use me and you both use Linux on server stuff. I you know, we still fuck around with that. We have been WordPress stands since day one. We have been anti-electron and anti-web app. Even while I was using Chrome OS we also recording this, I'm pretty sure if we go back to those old recordings, I was like, native apps are still better if you're not using like a Chromebook, right? Like the web as a platform as a place. We have been talking shit about chat apps consistently from always talking bad about Hangouts, right? Like I think I, I think like hell what was it i did a two-hour chat up the great chat up discourse on episode of uh transposable with with way way back when (laughs) so i think views have evolved but i think the the culture we resided in the culture we've tried to create has hopefully
0: stayed the same uh it's sort of like i view computers differently than i did in 2015 i think that has definitely been uh like in sort of the ways we talk about computers at the sort of in in some ways we have become jaded right but in in some ways we do not talk about the newest microsoft we don't we don't talk about fluent design as anything but a joke anymore right because it is a joke at this point or, or like we don't we don't talk about material design as the end all be all of of, of UI, UI design, right? Things like that we don't like we don't uncritically. I really
1: hope to if we go through these archives. I never made a praise Duarte joke from back when the Holo,
0: Holo, Holo you remember that? I, I'm pretty sure you did. I've, I'm I'm like 90 percent sure that that exists in somewhere in our archive. Uh, i'm 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 90% sure of that uh, i like yeah but like we don't really do that anymore right like we we're not like as excited for new tech as we were back in 2015. it's, it's sort of like a t- more tempered excitement right like we are obviously we we talk we talk about new tech and we talk about the benefits and the uh and the the usefulness of of, of some of these new technologies but we don't like we don't as i we don't as critic as as like Enthusiastically, and sort of in some ways, in in being naive about the ways technology is like being deployed by these large companies, is we're more aware of how capitalism affects these companies and how these companies work under the system. Uh, and we're not as much like super excited for the latest UI change in in, in Windows. I mean, uh, it's, it's not as much uh not as much of
1: that although although i would say that if anything the first episode i went on a rant about why hamburger menus are bad and i can say without listening to that that is still correct today hamburger menus are still a bad ui paradigm i
0: mean if if we're gonna talk about hamburger menus i like i haven't used android so i don't know like if hamburger menus are still common on android
1: i think they're called side drawers now but it doesn't matter also too, you want you want to like you want to feel real dated Three episodes in is when Windows 10 got its first RTM stable release. Oh, <laughs> episode two is when we talk about this the, this first stable release of Windows 10, and then um, we also uh, you decided to stop using Thunderbird for a while. Apparently,
0: in 2015, I don't fucking know why. Uh, that sounds right. Yeah, like I, I used. Um I I used Thunderbird a lot back then. I think this was back when I used to use uh I used to really like be into mailing lists a lot, so like continue. Yeah,
1: we have an episode talking about organizing a listserv.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a, it's a different type. Uh like we we talked about yeah, like Assassin's Creed. Still, we still talk about Assassin's Creed whenever it comes. To, whenever there's there's a chance to talk about Assassin's Creed, which might be next week. Oh
1: god. Way, oh god. Oh god. No. No. Because no. No. Has
0: a, it has an event, and we might be able to. That like no, uh, but like
1: I think I think maybe now too we should maybe switch to like things we might have learned and like je- maybe some general tips from doing the show for so long.
0: Uh, so yeah, so it's it's weird to talk about as is. I think that this podcast has been consistently the consistently the creative platform, creative output that I've had for the past five years, which is like to to me, it's kind of incredible that I've man, like that we that I managed to consistently do this for five years. Uh, it is actually, it amazes me sometimes because it's like, wait, we actually did that for five years and I, we didn't like just stop. Uh, which uh, I think is, is, is the. It's the I, the thing i want to mention is when you start doing this it's gonna be rough like it's it's just like you don't have like uh i think there's a saying right is like perfectionism is like the enemy uh of like actually getting stuff out of the door right like it is it is like when you especially with a creative creative uh venture like this like it like perfectionism will kill you in your tracks like you have to like when i uh like like i've learned this lesson very, very well like if you if you want to do a thing like say you want to start a new blog like you want to talk about a topic like for example the the overwatch league blog i was like do i want to do a podcast but the podcast is not going to be that good if i talk about myself i what i decided i was just i just i just started writing pod, uh, just writing posts like i i was like whatever like it, it doesn't like it doesn't really like you can change things as you go like you don't have to worry about the first iteration of it being like absolutely perfect pitch perfect right like that is that is the biggest lesson i think we have learned and
1: i would say to think too specifically with say uh blogging is um you will not find this online i hope you still don't have that github repo up but you will not find this online but if you look at some like the first stuff i wrote back when i was like actually writing about computers that was like a mastodon shit post in length, right? <laughs> it's like it was not. It was it not. Was not good. It was not great. Not, not, but not great. But it's. I think specifically too on the Fetty verse, and I think we we t- end up tying like capital gains as sort of like the main metric for a creative outlet, especially one that's not that's not traditional art based. And by traditional art, I'm referring to drawing, maybe making like 3D art, like something visual and sort of like tangible rather than say informational art that I would categorize like a podcast or a blog as we sort of, and mostly this is because of the internet and Google that views and other um, quantifiable metrics like that are how we end up gauging success. But I don't know, like if I I could say it straight up, like I ain't, I have never, I don't think we, ha- we don't have any logs on this and all the other podcast like sites or things I've ran, I have turned off all logging and we do not know who, how many people listen. We literally, literally the only metric I have on If an episode does well is how many people boosted on Mastodon and how many replies I get from people about things we talked about on the post. There are no other metrics. I guess I could pull server logs if I wanted to, but that's a lot of work.
0: Yeah, so so this is another thing is that we have always done this as understanding that this is a hobby more than it is uh that it is uh like a tr- we're not trying to make an income using the podcast right i mean that's not like a possibility that i'm dismissing entirely but i think from the start we have like sort of moved with that angle, like we just like we don't have any analytics on on the site, right? There has has never been any any analytics on the site. Like that is one of the things that we, I think, both agree on is that Google Analytics is is decidedly not what what this podcast or the, or the site needs, right? Like that kind of analytics is more poison than it is helpful.
1: Because what are we going to do with it, right? Like okay, like say last episode got. 2,000 impressions on the page, but the episode before that got 10,000. What, what, what is that going to tell me? That's going to tell me, well, I should change my content to be more like that. But is that how I want to? Is that how we want to proceed, right? Do we want to start being metric-driven on what we talk about? Like, no.
0: Right. It's, that's the thing is, if you, pay, if you start giving the metrics, if you think the metrics are important, you start adapting to what the metrics tell you is good uh, rather than what you want to do right like rather what you want the, the creative venture to take on and like i get i like metrics are not like this is not me dismissing the concept of using metrics as a way to understand like your view your your readership or your your viewer base or et cetera, et cetera. but like like it is not the end all be all i think that is the thing and if you're starting a new creative venture you might not want to like you might not want to have metrics because
1: it's discouraging because especially if you're on something like YouTube, because YouTube will do the thing we're in the Creator Studio to tell you, oh, this video is doing worse than the last one, and then it just makes you think to yourself, well, why did I fucking try, right? Like if if YouTube is just going to be like, hey, yeah, this video is trash compared to the last one, our algorithm isn't going to rank it as high, like that's just going to make you like feel like shit. You're just going to be like, I guess I'm not making another video. Especially if say if it was something you put a lot of effort into, right? Well, let's say your last video was literally you playing a round of Overwatch. You popped off on a couple things, right? You clipped it real quick during a stream throw it up there blew up and this one you're like oh okay this time i'm gonna do like a uh, highly edited gameplay right yeah an analysis something you wrote you wrote a whole bunch for it you pulled a bunch of video sources you might have actually contacted some friends of you on your editing lots of audio clips and youtube says it bombed you're just kind of like well why did i fucking bother even if you had fun doing it it's
0: like you are using if you if you like what happens is uh, the metrics are not just metrics. It becomes like a form of validation, right? Like, that's the problem with metrics is that it it can become a psychologically, like psychologically speaking, even though these are numbers and, and then the numbers are not like, uh, like it, it, even if they're just numbers, like if they're just not like YouTube's, like this video is doing worse, like in text, but if it's just like numbers, this video has a higher higher view count and impression rate than than the other video, you're like... You are like okay, so people, people think that video is is better or something for some reason. And I don't know why. Like, if like if you are, like you start sort of like, like you sort of give the metrics more power over you than than is required than is necessary, right? And I, I, like I I get it. Some people for some some people metrics are. uh like like are important, like if especially like I but not at I I would recommend not at the beginning. Like for sure. Don't you don't want to focus on the metrics at the beginning. It it really will discourage you it in, in ways that you like it's it's very insidious actually to have metrics uh in that especially So
1: I think a good way to gauge this is. Are you the kind of person that when you check your mastodon page today and you check it tomorrow, the follower count has gotten down and you feel like a little pain on the inside, like it stings a little bit. If you are the person that, if that stings a little bit, you are also the person that I would recommend. Do not have metrics on because it is like that, except you're getting stabbed, right? To watch those numbers go down.
0: Uh, it's, it's, it's like the dopamine uh hit you get from somebody like from looking at the looking at the boost or favorite count on a post on 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 social media right mm-hmm. like it's it's that sort of thing that will like it is it, it will it, like insidiously like it will change how you how your creative output is like, gonna be right because you're gonna be it's like, even if you don't intentionally, you subconsciously might think about like, if I tune this creative thing to be more like the thing that I did, which had a lot of, a lot of boosts and favorites, that then I might continue to get more boost and favorites. Well, like, I think right? I have a like,
1: tangible example of this. If I wanted my feed to be popping right now, I would just write tirades all day about race on Mastodon and watch as white people boost it all day. And like, objectively, like that, those are those if we scaled the actual creative things i make when i put them on the timeline or creative things we make as well right including the podcast versus me just saying ha 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 this is why white people are kind of shitty sometimes ha ha like if you compare those two the latter of me just pointing out of like a racist thing ends up doing so much better on the platform but ultimately like i don't care anymore to write those posts like it doesn't I, I don't like I'll do it sometimes if I'm annoyed about something I don't want to talk a little bit of shit but like I don't that I put I put far more effort into making this than I do into writing those posts and that and it just It it, it is amazing to me that something i put i literally i've written these posts before while like at a bar waiting for a friend i'm reading something on the timeline i like see this and i'm like this is silly and then i just type it up real quick and then i order a shot and i hang out with my boys for a little bit right like i've done that before and i come back and i'm like this has like 50 boosts like why like i literally put zero, minimal amount of effort and thought to
0: Zero effort into, and this is the thing, right? It, it, it can be discouraging uh, as a creative person when you, with with the low, the thing that you put the least effort into becomes the most popular thing, right? Like I, I see artists uh, on on Mastodon on other platforms talking about this a lot. Like this is this is not just podcasts. this is not just writing. Uh, visual artists talk, yeah, all kinds of artists talk about this, right? The more like musicians talk about this, like the most low effort thing that you make, you posted, you just you did something off the cuff, and he. We post it as like audio or like an image post, and, and it blows up. But like the thing you put, literally put in like months of effort into you put you put in all all this production effort, you put in all this creative effort into that that, that doesn't get as much traction. Then you then you then you're, then you're all like extremely discouraged, right? Like like for example, like like the, I I know like I don't think like anybody reads my Overwatch League blog. I'll be honest to be, to be honest, I don't think anybody reads it. But I write it for, mostly for my own sake. I think that that's the thing is I write it. Mostly because I want to write it, uh, and mostly because I want to have a record of the things I thought at the time, and that the best way to do that for me is not to ha- not really to have like I, I consider it, like posting on Mastodon basically ephemeral, Be- even though I-, I don't delete my posts, they are basically ephemeral because after because of the timeline nature of the of the platform, it is ephemeral. Like it just it's gone after like five minutes, basically. Like if it's-, it's if it's not boosted, it's gone, Uh and that just, that just means that i want to like get these thoughts down and like i i'm 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 under no uh i'm not under like any illusions that this is like a highly popular thing like people people want to like re- extremely read my thoughts on what happened this week in Overwatch League i mean some people might want like i know some people are interested in it i know some people uh are, some people are, shout outs to people on Mastodon who uh, i talk to regularly about Overwatch League shout outs to Laura uh but like not every, like it's not, a, it's not going to be popular, right? But that's, that's not, that's not, that's not where I do it.
1: And if you look at this show, if you look at this show, let's say, like I'll tell you right now, if we count the equipment I have and the software I have, I put probably over a thousand dollars worth of buying Definitely. stuff in here. $200 for Logic Pro, I've spent a couple hundred on plugins. This microphone and thing the headsets i have the macbook i bought i literally upgraded to a macbook pro just so logic would run better i had no other reason i literally have no other reason i have spent a lot of money on this and and guess what it wasn't until late last year that we could post an episode and i would get maybe i would get more than like one or two people responding to me about something we talked about right and this is this is including all of stipes radio right like i did I was on like, what, like five, four shows a week? And I knew the metrics. I never shared them with anyone, but I knew them. It was like 10, 10 listens would be a good. Like, if, if an episode Transposable well got like 10 listens, that'd be good. But ultimately, like, I just have fun making it and I don't really care, right? Like, I, it's sort of. You kind of have to ride your own ego a little bit, but but truthfully, it's just like you you make music because you like making music. You don't make music because you want it to be popular. Because ultimately, you're just going to become a SoundCloud trap rapper, and we don't need any more of those in the world. If if that's your goal, like <laughs> ride that ride that train.
0: I mean, if you, if you if you like making SoundCloud trap, I mean, I'm not gonna disrespect you, but like,
1: but but if you want to make like gay folk music, don't make trap music. Like, make the gay folk music even if no one listens to it because ultimately the validation of the art and the things you make math is not validation, right? Like numbers are not validating. It is, it is whatever like swell of emotion or rush you get when you like export that thing and you listen to the finished product and you're just like, fuck, I did that. And that is far, far better than any other feeling of, Oh, the post you had went viral or, oh, the writing about you on a blog because I've had that happen before. I've had like Apple bloggers mention me when I was running um, the uh, Android blog right back in like 2014, 15, whatever. I've had that. I've had that. I've been mentioned on podcasts and it's that's cool and all, but who the fuck remembers that? Whereas I could tell you off the top of my head the my most favorite moments I've had making stuff, and those those memories are far more far more valuable to me than just getting mentioned on a blog. Yeah,
0: I I, I think I think you, sh- you should want you should be internally validated more than you should want external validation. I think is is, is the. Overall, overarching point, right, is, is, is to understand the internal, they like, give more importance to the internal validation than the external validation. And, and I get it. Some people are trying to do this kind of thing, creative work as a living, which is like, which is where. It, which is that's that's like a whole entire discussion by itself, and I'm like when I'm not gonna get into that because it is it could be a podcast episode by itself about how how you make
1: it could be like a five part podcast a series on that <laughs> a
0: five part podcast episode how you how you try to make a living doing art on the internet uh, it's 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 a whole thing, and it's not even just one thing because there's so many different kinds of art you can make, and different, all those different things have different kinds of ways you can make money off
1: of it well, I would say I would say just a note on that point that we don't need to expand upon is. Ultimately, me and you are mastodon for a reason. We could have, if in all actuality, like I'm, I know how this game works, right? If we were on Twitter, if we focused on Apple, if we focused on talking about Android, right? We leaned in on that. We were on Twitter. We were actively reaching out for guests. We and we. And if I also learned how to shut my mouth a little bit, we could have pulled <laughs> sponsors in. But ultimately.
0: I don't care. We're never gonna have <laughs> we're never gonna have a gaming related sponsor ever because we shit talk gaming related brands so much on this podcast. We'll never have an open game.
1: source sponsor because like a Red Hat would never sponsor the show because all I do is run my mouth about how much Fedora is like. Come on, CentOS. Come on, that's I'd rather run Arch Linux on a server than you sent to us. Don't at me, but right, like it's opinions like those. Like in ultimately, I much value having the freedom to be on. As much as I talk shit about Mastodon, I value the freedom I have where I can just run my mouth. And ultimately, I'm not as long as I don't say anything problematic. Right, I'm saying run my mouth and like just talking shit about stuff. But ultimately, as much as long as I don't say anything problematic, it's fine. Whereas if we were on Twitter, if we were like trying to engage in a Inside podcast space. Like, if
0: you're trying to play the engagement game, then you have to speak and act a certain way to not, to essentially maximize engagement, right? That's the thing, like, maximizing engagement means pissing off the least amount of people, right? And trying to be palatable to the largest amount, largest audience, which, which what essentially becomes, you becoming uh, we becoming an extremely bland Apple podcast. We would have I, to yeah.
1: approve of Electron apps, right? I don't have that fuck shit in my off. soul. Fuck. We would, have to, we would have to say good things about <laughs> Electron apps because then we'd rank high on Hacker News. But nah, fuck that shit. I'm not gonna talk about nothing about nice Electron
0: apps. <laughs> yeah, like if you wanted to rank high, high on Hacker News, like we could talk about like we could talk about Rust and Go and like Docker oh no no and- the way we, we the way we could
1: have ranked high on Hacker. So if I wanted to turn the ship around and become like something that's palatable to the whites, I would basically say how i'm building a new rust app that allows you to take crypto and then distribute it via micropub and other um indie web services
0: i think we should wrap this uh episode up I th- we should probably wrap this up because now we are just gonna shit talk uh, hacker news which i mean that's fine <laughs> but it's like i don't i, I, I like uh, this is the other thing we keep like whenever this podcast gets about a certain length we start uh we start shit talking uh certain websites uh so, so let's wrap this up, right? Uh, as always, show notes are on two shades dot com. Remember when our episode? I remember when our podcast actually used to be called Two Shades of Brown instead of Shades of Brown. Uh, that's the and remember, remember how I always
1: how you change my file names every single time I put them in OneDrive? He's you disagree? Exactly. I still do you that disagree. every week? I still
0: change it. Do we keep explain it this consistent? real
1: quick? We, let's explain this whole file this file name it, argument we've had for probably the last three years.
0: So um uh, so i i don't know if if only a few people would know, or keen eyed people who actually look at the file names of the r s s will notice is that the way the file names have been structured are c d n shades of brown com slash two shades of brown slash episodes slash two underscore shades underscore off underscore brown underscore episode underscore episode number dot m p three like even though even though that's not how Ch- Ch- chose gives me the files anymore <laughs> and also it, that's not how our episode that's not what our podcast is called anymore like I just keep it consistent. Just like I just do it as like a thing. It's like because it doesn't really matter what the file name is called, to be honest. Like, because no, 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 basically nobody's looking at the file name except you and I,
1: right? Yeah. No, this is the most petty of debates.
0: (laughs) It's the most, it's the most minor thing is it's just a thing I do is, is, is one of the part of the work, part of the workflow of me posting the episode is I rename the file.
1: When I download it. honestly i account. could just name the file whatever i want like why do i even bother naming yeah you could just rename
0: what the file you want and i'll <laughs> rename it anyway like it's it's it doesn't matter it's just a thing that i do because the file name ultimately is is i mean it, it sort of has a nice I, I just like how it looks the underscore format uh, and I, I like to keep it consistent and it, it has been consistent since the beginning of this podcast and i would like to keep it that way it, it's not a thing that matters to anybody else but me Uh, so it's, it's just one of my little, I guess it could, a little bit of a signature that I am the one who does the uploading of the episode to the CDN and, and posts it. Uh, but yes, those episodes you'll notice are still called two shades of brown episode number, uh, dot mp3. Uh, even though that's, that has, that has not been the name of the episode for a while. And we, we've, we've decided to even keep the domain name the same, right? Like we, we haven't changed the domain name. Uh, you know, actually, using- I
1: should probably see if I can buy shades of brown.com and get it to redirect that I never uh, looked it, into, but that's, that, that's, that like, that's for
0: possible, another day. Yeah. That's for another day, but let's wrap it up. As I'll show, show notes on two shades of You can email us at two shades of brown uh, contact at two shades of brown.com. As always, please. Uh, we we'll open the feedback. Don't send us spam. Uh, <laughs> if you send us spam, we'll just dunk on, on the spam. Uh, you can find me on the Fediverse at packetcat at 10forward.social. Feel free to talk to me there. Uh, and my website is com and patreon.com slash packetcat is where you go. If you want to support the sport. This support my Overwatch League writing, support the other blog stuff. If you want to do that, go go over there. Uh i where do people people find you on, on this world wide web? Uh
1: number one. Anyone who wants to make a podcast out there, literally record that shit, put it, run a normalizer in Audacity, and publish it as a mono MP3. You're done. Do not do not worry about editing. Um, please, that will happen two years into it when you feel like you're ready and you have a good grasp on actually talking about things in front of a microphone for an hour. But you can find me online at showsfindatshitter.xyz, and you can find my website. It's been there since before the podcast became a thing. I think out website. That's been, I should probably check when I was registered, but that's, I've owned that for many years now. And, um, yeah, as always, um, from, I don't fucking know, me being an 18 year old to now me being an old person, uh, bye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs)